Recording is on. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I am your boy, Tactics. I am your boy, Darcy. And I'm your boy, Big Geek Umar. Yo, we're... We're on point this time. On yeah, point. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I figured like I, just, I just copy you and then just see what happens. It's all good. <laughs> Everybody wants to be like ticks. No, no. What? <laughs> I, I didn't know how to support you with that, so I just I went silent. It was like well, a good. halfway between tactics and another word I don't think I should say right now. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Very time sensitive right now. <laughs> all right, so episode three. Episode yes. three, what's on the agenda for us today, Umar? Well, I have a question. Well, actually, I have several questions to ask you guys throughout this uh, podcast. But the first one kind of is a callback to our last podcast where we were talking about My Hero Academia. and mm-hmm. got me thinking because you guys were talking about Endeavor and Bakugo. And <clears throat> it made me realize that My Hero Academia is kind of doing almost like redemptive arcs every now and again. And I think the best one they have right now is with the character Bakugo uh, or Kachan, uh, however you want to remember him. Basically the dude who does the explosions from his hands. So I wanted to ask you guys, who do you think had a better redemption arc? Bakugo or Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender? You want to take this one first, Darcy? Yep. Zuko, we're done. Let's go. <laughs> That's a wrap on the show. All right, let's go. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, um, yeah, no. Well, I mean, my first point on Zuko is just because he's had more time to flush out the arc. Um, and, and, mm. and like, one of, like, the, the things that I feel like we got to see with him that we haven't got to see with Bakugo yet is, like, for instance, he had all this, like, built-up basically, you know, like hate and anger towards things that really weren't true. And then we got to all the way to that point where, what was it? Is it, was it his grandfather or I just forget what the relationship between him and the, the old wise guy was. His uncle. His uncle. His uncle yeah. Um, so that, um, that moment where he had given him that wisdom, like he should actually help Aang and that, moment of like you know like that conflict and him deciding to make that choice and, and switch that's a kind of like a really big showing of like the development of his character and yeah. even though Bakugo we've seen him grow and change some of his behavior it's still subtle and I don't want him to change too much because I like how how like difficult he is like how <laughs> cocky he can be but I don't think we've seen like there's a lot of moments where you think like, oh, maybe he'll show a little different. He's like, nah, nah, nah. He's still he's still buck and go. He hasn't changed that much. And, and I don't think we've seen a big moment yet where it's like, here's a giant shift in his character. That's that's what my opinion is. Interesting. T. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with Darcy on that one. I feel like there hasn't been enough time for Bakugo to really establish that redemption yet, and it's not even really like. Because he never ever he never started off evil. He was just always a dick. And I think he's I feel like he's gonna remain that way for a long time, but he's gonna have his moments here and there where he's gonna be like you're gonna get you're gonna get a better understanding as to why he is the way that he is, and it's all gonna make sense. You're gonna be like, Oh, okay, you're a dick, but I fucking get it. All right, cool. I'm cool with that. Whereas with Zuko, I, you fucking hate him right off the bat. You're just like, yo, this guy is such a fucking asshole. But then we get a, a little bit of a deep dive as to what happened to him and how he was kind of, you know, 
ostracized from his community based off of you know standing up for what he thought at the time was right and then getting scarred as a result of that and the only way for him to kind of redeem himself in a way was the agreement was for him to capture the avatar so that way he could buy he could buy his way back into his into his community essentially right and so that like, that was also he had like an external tormentor his father was the one who burned him agreed absolutely and that 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 speaks on so many different levels it, it speaks volumes in the sense of like we all to a certain extent want to please you know um we've grown we've kind of grown up with that mentality of like oh i want to, i just want to do right by my father or like I, like as men we want like we want to yeah. we, we we've all been at that point where we want to do whatever we can to just kind of you know have our father say yo i respect you i i'm proud of you and i feel i really felt that that really resonated with me in the sense of his journey and his struggle whereas like you know he was so blindsided by the fact that he already had a great father figure in his uncle and you know undermined undermined his uncle a lot of the times just because he was just trying to appease this person that really didn't give a fuck about him yeah. and then we see that come back full circle where he's just like no like i'm on the wrong side and i feel like that was such an amazing way to show off that character's full circle and that, that redemption so i think zuko had a stronger turning point than bakugo and i feel like he's he'll forever hold that spot because bakugo i don't think unless they write it in a way where bakugo you know for some reason is conflicted he's, he's presented with some kind of conflicted idea where he has to choose between sides and then his story goes a little bit deeper in in the sense that makes him kind of second guess or question his loyalty but other than that i don't know i, I still feel like zuko has the best redemption story so far uh okay well uh, i will have to say that i agree uh that zuko does have the better redemption arc and also i, I do see that you guys are kind of saying it's like an unfair question because bakugo hasn't like fulfilled his journey in the show yet mm -hmm. so like i am in unison with you guys on that front however i will disagree on one part just for the sake of argument but also because like i, I kind of see it um because you like to disagree yeah you <laughs> motherfucking bitch <laughs> Let, let's hear it bro what do you have to disagree about all right so you guys were saying that bakugo like see for the way i see it is he started off almost worse than zuko because zuko like yeah, we knew from the get-go that he was a banished prince and the only way he could get uh, to come back is if he brought brought back the avatar. That gave like a good sort of like, find this asshole prince guy. He needs to get the avatar to come back and reclaim his throne. Who gives a fuck? But with Bakugo, he was actually the tormentor. He was the he was basically a bully that bullied this kid Deku, and actually caused him like like he actually told the guy to commit suicide in the first episode, and. All he like the, his like kind of like area was that he he just wanted to be the best, and he was hateful. Like I actually straight up hated Bakugo for the first two seasons. think but mm -hmm. he just was just a bully with zuko i was i always saw him as kind of like just a a kid who wanted to achieve he just wanted to go home so watching bakugo turn from this guy who i absolutely hated and wished he, like hell I, I 
when the villains by the way a massive spoiler warning for all, all the people who are like just started my hero academia we go on th- we're gonna go into some mild spoilers. well no decent spoilers right now but when i mean once you spoil i think it's spoils <laughs> yeah. well, uh, I, I just realized that i should have given a spoiler warning and here we are anyway so when i would say that for me the turning point for bakugo in my mind was when he was captured by the villains and actually like that was when you find out like 100 percent, this guy is not going to turn mm-hmm. he's actually a hero who just is an asshole and uh he kind of just that, that, that's just the way he is and it, it, it kind of goes back to what you said darcy where it, it's like he's still like the jerk but i kind of like him that he's the jerk but that wasn't the case in the beginning and when i went back and rewatched the series i was like Yo, man, it's all, it's all good now. But before, I was like, I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> like, I want him to die. So that's what I see different between him and Zuko. Zuko, I always had some level of... Uh, there was some level of sympathy there. Because you understood from the right from the beginning that this he needed Aang to go home. But with Bakugo, he just was a bully. Mm. You know, you brought up a good point. Something I hadn't thought about. Um, which is that I forgot that that's the moment where i feel like i started liking him more was when 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 those villains had him in that room and he just like had that kind of like look down and he's like you guys are basically idiots yeah (laughs) he's like you guys think that like because i'm like this way that i'm evil like f you (laughs) and then like and also showed how intelligent he was how good of a tactician he is and like just like reacted to that moment and you like started like handling some people real quickly and you're like holy crap yeah. right? like, i mean obviously you didn't like win it but like it's just like yeah i forgot how much like that moment like i did i wasn't as bothered by his beginning as much um as i feel like you did or you were for some reason just i kind of felt like yeah that's plot points <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like i kind of knew like it was like, oh, you set these two guys up. I'm like, mm, they're gonna go to school together. <laughs> like, I know what's coming. Yeah. So I just, I just kind of like, probably just like, kind of, eh, whatever, cool. Like, like the Sasuke yeah, of this world, sort of. Yeah, thing. like he's, yeah, he's an ass, but yeah, it was like the Sasuke of this world. So I feel like I just kind of was but waiting. He's worse for than Sasuke. In, in, well, I haven't seen a lot of Shippuden yet, but no, I, I'm Sasuke- actually. I, I, I gotta say this. You say he's he, he, he's worse than Sasuke, and then Umar immediately reacted. And I want to just quickly clarify something because I know I think I know what you're saying tactics. It's like it's in the reverse. Like Sasuke was like decent in the beginning became more of an asshole and this yeah. guy's like started yeah. off as an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> keep going oh. sorry I, just, I had to say that yeah no I, I was gonna say back to um umar's point um i i agree with you but i feel like when you said um he's just a bully i don't think that anyone is just a bully there's always some kind of hidden motive behind why a person does what they do Right? Yeah. When they're a tormentor like that, it's because of something else that's driving them to become that way. Whether it's something from like that's happening at home, something that happened in their event that was just totally traumatic, and now they feel like they have to project that anger and that hate on someone else to make themselves feel better. Yeah. And I don't know if we've gotten that fully yet. We do know from a from a motivational standpoint that Bakugo is determined to be the number one, the best ever, better than All Might even. Right. We don't exactly know why and what's driving him to get to that point and why he's being such a jerk to everybody. Who knows? We might later on 
it might later on be revealed that he's doing this because he wants to push all of his teammates to be to be better and to be like better than the original OGs that are out right now, like the heroes like All Might and Endeavor and all of them. They they want to yeah. excel past those guys, right? So maybe that's his incentive, right? But for me, it was like Bakugo for me was always a fucking asshole. And the problem with me, the problem with that for me initially up until that point where he got captured was i don't like cocky characters yeah like like they they they, like i just don't like cocky people in general and so when i see it on like a tv show i'm just like oh i automatically know i'm not gonna like you right and especially if they're like they're they're, they don't have a strong reason for why they're being cocky or like you know i just i've always gravitated more towards humility and that's why i like deku so much because he's still kind of like you know he's gonna be top dog and he's gonna be like like wrecking shop like as he yeah. starts to kind of elevate in his um in his overall potential, right? But like he's very very humble right now, and he's like very focused and driven, and you know he cares for other people and stuff. Like those are the guys that I really gravitate to. But it makes for an interesting dynamic, and you have to have you know like the Vegeta to the Goku kind of character type of thing, right? Yeah. So yeah, for me, like I guess. I see Bakugo from what we've shown from his backstory. Like, A, uh, I think he's a product of society. Like, uh, his superiority complex comes from the fact that he has a great quirk and has always, always been praised for it. Mm-hmm. And he also has this childlike need to be, like you said, like, better than All Might. Uh, but why, he, though? Because he saw him and was inspired by him. Yeah, because in the beginning he was very he was admired by him, but now it's like he has like this I don't want to go as far as disdain, but he's like, yeah, I can do better than him, and it's like it's this it's still this cocky bravado that he has, and it's like I want to know I want to get to the root cause of why that is because how do you go from idolizing somebody and be like oh I admire you to now being like yo like oh I want I can do this so much better than you you know what I mean like I'm the best and everyone should know it. Yeah. I don't think that his cockiness has anything to do with All Might. I think that All Might is just the pinnacle of his inspiration, right? Agreed. I think actually, if you if you look, how many characters in this show has All Might been either their pinnacle or the antithesis uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. of what they want to be, right? Like mm-hmm. some like just like I will never be like All Might. They're gonna be a hero, but they like hate All Might. Like a few mm-hmm. of them, but most yeah. of them like Deku, Bakugo. Uh, I'm forgetting a few right now that I'm trying to hawks like like and a few others like oh sorry not hawks uh, I'm thinking of Endeavor um, but uh, the, like all all these people have looked up to All Might in some way and has inspired them. I feel like his, his I think they explain part of his attitude is that how do I put this I'm gonna draw off personal life for for a second so yeah. um you know. I used to get a lot, and probably still to this day, you guys are probably doing this at the end of every podcast, but people used to tell me when I was growing up, like, oh, man, you're really cocky. And the the thing that I had, like, over time, I had to try to figure out about what it is, is that um, sometimes if you display confidence, like a, a lot of confidence, people mm-hmm. react really negatively to it. And sometimes you're very insecure about something, and then you overcompensate, and then it comes off as cocky to, to, to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what... I feel like we, with Bakugo is that you see his mother and when you finally see his mother, you see how identical they are. Like they're just so loud and abrasive, but there's also like, you can tell that she demands of him 
to not let up on who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. be 100% like just you through and through, like no apologies to anybody in this po- world ever. Mm-hmm. You are great and be great and just damn well own it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so drilled into him mm-hmm. mixed with whatever other, you know, it, traumas maybe he has a little here and there or whatever else it is that just drive him to be so much more difficult for other people because he's kind of like um if you take somebody who's lived a long life and is super supremely confident in themselves he has that but when you put that into a child they don't know how to like present that well so yeah. they just, he comes off like so difficult to everybody and he's an ass um yeah. yes there's points of him that like the bowling does not confidence i don't know what yeah. that's all about but some of the some of it is just like super confidence and it's just going to be cocky when you're you know 15 <laughs> yeah, yeah like i think like the reason why i for me with zuko like yeah granted like around i think it was like episode 12 you find out like about why he got a scar and then like you get more like duality in him from a much earlier standpoint because for the like for the first season he's yeah he's chasing after the avatar but like he also he chose to let, let the avatar go to save his crew he let, chose to let the avatar go to help his go save his uncle and then also he still he went and saved ang uh well to stop him from being captured by somebody else but like there was always some level of duality in his actions to the point that like from almost the beginning i was hoping a little bit like in episode three when he goes up against Zhao and Zhao's like calling him this like banished prince who's exiled who's like no one likes him and then he like takes him on an Agni Kai I was rooting for Zuko right from the get-go so like literally from episode three in some form I was kind of rooting for uh, Zuko so like for me I was his redemption was that yes he he chose the side I wanted him to choose just like at the end of season two when he betrayed uncle and worked with Azula I was heartbroken I was like no Zuko you betrayed uncle come on why man but that's what well, makes him such a great character man yeah, I mean not I not the fact that he betrayed his uncle or whatever but like the fact that it came back full circle like I said in the way that like, he like I hated him from the beginning like I just knew I'm like yeah this guy <laughs> He looks like an asshole, man. He looks like he's not like like when he grew his hair out, and he was ah, like, okay, I I can see he's like try, trying to make the shift, right? He's like not trying to like live up to the standards that his father set out for him. So I don't know. I I, I agree with you. I, I see what you're saying in terms of like there were like little moments where he was fighting his duality, and there was like a back and forth. And then when he yeah. betrayed his uncle, and then his uncle got captured and everything like that, it's like the the amount of weight. That that holds once when when you know that you've done like this is a person the only person really that actually cares about him yeah. and has been by his side actually wasn't banished chose to leave yeah. the Fire Nation just to make sure that you know Zuko would stay on the right path and never forced him either he was just like kind of saying like his his dope ass quotes every now and then but then and like hoping that like one of them would eventually sink in and then just to like have Zuko do that you're just like. Watching that for the first time, I was like, "Oh, like that hurt me, man." I was like, "Devastated." I remember, I remember like after I uh, you were done that episode, I'm like, "Yo, man, what do you think about Zuko now?" And you're just like, <laughs> "You're like he's dead to me." I was like Katara, man. I was like, "Yo, up until the very last couple episodes, I was like, "Yo, fuck this guy, man. There's no redemption for you, bitch." I was like so mad, yo, because I was like, "I hope he gets killed. I hope someone just fucking decapitates this motherfucker." But you know, I ended up liking him towards the end. I think like uh, why it, uh, this question is such a, like a, 
a difficult one for me to answer, like as clearly as you guys, is because like for me, like I was saying before, with Zuko, I always had that like hope that he would be better. With Bakugo, I didn't even like care to give him a chance. He, I was like, let this motherfucker die. I hate him so much. Oh my god, season two, this guy is still a motherfucker. I want him to die. And then it wasn't until like he got captured that I was like. Okay, I'll give you a little bit, yeah. a little bit of respect. And then he had that fight with Deku uh, right afterwards, where he's like actually in a lot of pain because he's like, "Yo, I'm the one who brought down All Might, and like, why am I the one who's doing all? Why am I the cause of all this?" Mm-hmm. And then they just go at each other, and you realize like after that, like he he gives Deku advice on how to be a better fighter after that, yeah. and like their relationship surprisingly becomes more friendly. Like he's just like. Yo, man, I'm gonna go do my own thing, but you know, get better because you're the guy I have to like beat. Mm-hmm. And now, now, whenever he like, like before, when he was be like, shut up, every all you guys, I'm gonna kill you all. I'm gonna be number one. I'll be like, someone kill this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, oh, it's okay, Baku. I, I I get you. It actually reminds me of the scene from, and sorry to reference this really bad movie, um, but uh, Michael Bay's first uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where they're um, Glad it wasn't going to be Avatar: the Last Airbender. No, 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 fuck no. But uh, I was so scared. That's what you were going to say. I was like, dude, we don't talk about that. There's nothing in that movie. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't remember anything from it. But there's a scene from um, TMN, TMNT where near the end, after they defeat Shredder, and there's that tower that's falling, and they're trying to like the turtles are like one by one, they're trying to catch it, yeah. and then they're falling, and then Raph is having that little like monologue to to the rest of the turtles, and he was like. I'm sorry I pushed you guys so much. It's only because, like, deep down, I really just, like, cared for you guys and I wanted you guys to do better kind of thing. And then you realize, you know, they're not falling anymore and he's, like, crying and shit. But, yeah, kind of <laughs> that kind of reminds me of um, Bakugo in the sense where he's you. being a dick towards Deku because he he sees the potential and he see it's like a healthy rivalry between them. He sees yeah. the potential in Deku. He doesn't want to straight out admit it because then that would mean that he has to own up to some humility and, like, yeah. Like he loses a little bit of that cockiness that his mom, like Darcy was saying, instilled in him. So he's basically just like trying to push him and be like an aggressor in that way. So just to kind of have him like excel in his uh, overall potential. So all right, that's how I see like, it. We might as well like post it now to you guys, all, all you viewers. Who do you think had the better redemption arc, Zuko or Bakugo? Mm. And on another note, what is what? What do you remember from when you watch Avatar: Last Airbender, the movie? I remember sleeping. <laughs> I remember. I just remember rage, like just pure, utter rage. I literally fell asleep and woke up and then fell asleep and woke up and all I meant, only scene I remember is literally like there would be candles and air going to like knock them out and I was like, huh? What the? <laughs> so I saw the movie before I saw the show. And I was like, there's no way I'm watching the show. Oh, my God. Oh, is, that, is that why it took you so long to watch it? Yeah, because I, mean, I watched, so I watched when the show came out, I watched uh, the first episode. And you got to admit, like, the show is, I want to say it's catered more to kids, but there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of good, like, there's a lot of good stuff for adults to enjoy. And so when I was, when I first watched the, the and it's on, it was Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, ah, I don't know. I was kind of turned off by it, right? So I didn't bother giving it a chance. And then before watching it, I ended up watching the movie and just remembered 
totally hating it. I was just like, I wanted to give dude a chance. Uh, what's his name? Um, M Night, whatever. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, so no. I was like, you, nah. you, you, you know what that's like. I had a, and it's just gonna go totally left, and we'll bring it back though. But like, I had a friend watch um, the uh, Death Note, the live action Ooh. version, and they're like, "Yeah, no, I, I love it. It was great." And I'm like, "That is atrocious. It is." <laughs> I'm like, "That is in the ballpark with Avatar: The Last Airbender and that Dragon Ball Z Evolution movie or whatever." Oh that was. dear God! <laughs> Holy man! Oh my! Now I have a question to 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 the viewers. How many people want to see Umar go? Oh dear God! To ev- every movie I could think of. <laughs> Why you gotta call me out like that? <laughs> I just like I just know like I like come up with a couple more. You just keep it like this the whole time. I'm just gonna like hide in my face. I'm like, nope, can't do this. Oh, All right, I kind of want to ask you guys another question related to Avatar. Okay. So, which element would you bet? Would you be bending given their description and then which element would you want to bend which element would i want to bend yeah so like which one would you end up bending based on your personality and the descriptions that iro gave or which one would you want to bend so so i remember you and i had you and i had this uh conversation a long time ago <clears throat> and originally i thought <clears throat> excuse me originally i thought that i would be a waterbender and then you were like and then you were like no nah, man i think you're you're an airbender or whatever so you know um i knew you were going to ask this question so i actually did a um a quiz i did three because i want <laughs> i want to do like a process of elimination just to see right and so the first test that i did came out airbender so i was like okay lumar was right but i'm still not convinced let me do another one so i did another one and it came out firebender. And I was like, what? That's way off. Not totally not where I thought I was going to be. And then I did another one and it came out airbender again. And mm-hmm. so let me just read the description real quick about what it said after the test. Some of the questions were really weird too. It was just like, yo, like, what's your favorite type of dish? Or what's the dish that looks most appetizing? And it was a picture of like all these different foods. And I was like, that's strange. How does that make me an airbender? But anyway, so. Uh, you're an airbender. Your fun-loving, restless, and adventurous nature can make you come across as a, as being a bit of a joker. You enjoy your freedom and not being tied down by physical possessions. You're very friendly and enjoy the simple things in life. People tend to trust you, and you always believe in second chances. Do you guys trust me? Yes. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> you made up that entire thing. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. So I... I Based on the description, I feel like, yeah, I probably am more of an airbender. As for me. Interesting. Umar, I want you to go next. I want to hear what you guys say. Okay. So I think I would be a waterbender based off the description. In fact, hold up. Let me give the descriptions for each of them uh, that I have right here. So Uncle Iroh said that for fire is the element of power. The people of the Fire Nation have desire and will and the energy and drive to achieve what they want. Earth is the element of substance. The people of the Earth Kingdom are diverse and strong. They are persistent and enduring. Air is the element of freedom. The air nomads detached themselves from worldly concerns and found peace and freedom, and also had good sense of humor. And finally, water is the element of change. The people of the water tribes are capable of adapting to many things. They have a sense of community and love that holds them together through anything. 
So based off that description, I think I'm a waterbender. Hmm. But if I wanted to choose, I would choose fire because I like the forms better and also because I also like the, the element more. But I do not have the ambitious <laughs> desires necessary for a firebender. Interesting. I feel like based off of those descriptions, hmm, part of me thinks that I probably end up being an earthbender. Um, I can see that, yeah. yeah. And... and Mm, what do I? What would I want to be? I don't really know what I'd want to be. I kind of feel like I'd want to be like somewhere between fire and air. Like, okay. like I just there's things about like it's not the aggressive part of fire. It's like the the determination and will. Yeah. Um, but I think air also is like I'm like humorous and the desire to want to be free as well i don't know yeah. but i think i think more than likely out of all of them it more likely just be earth so technically so you're, you're air but you think you're water well you want to choose water no i want to be the avatar i want to control all four of them bitches bro basketball <laughs> <laughs> so, elements bitch so greedy <laughs> yeah, i'm a greedy person now what can i say all right all right. Okay. So uh, interesting. So viewers, what element do, do you think you would bend based off the descriptions that Iro give gave, and which element <laughs> would you want to? In if it's either if it's different from the one you wanted. Now, since we've been talking about Avatar, we might as well go first circle, full circle, and say, guys, which series did you prefer, Avatar: The Last Airbender, or Legend of Korra? Mm. You see, the thing for me, it's difficult on this answer, is that I watch Avatar like when it was, you know, actually current, like coming out, and then I didn't watch it like again since. Yeah. And then I watched Korra more recently, and my memory sucks. So <laughs> um, I have more like current like vibe to, to, to Korra, and I was watching like recaps, you know, leading up to today. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember some of those scenes from Avatar, but I remember way more from Korra. And there are, there are some, like, moments in Korra that I just really, like, I love the guy that, that, that escapes from that prison in the third season. Um, yeah. I, I, I actually really like that female villain in the fourth season. Um, and all the battling went down. She was, like, a metal bender. Or oh, uh, Kovira. Kovira. I love Kovira. I love... I loved a lot of the, the characters that they introduced. And I also thought, like, I just love how it, it expanded and tried to explain some of the origins. So I got to say... That's not where I thought this was going to go at all. <laughs> but, you know, it's because it's partly because my memory sucks. And, like, there are just a bunch of moments that, like, if I think back Avatar in my head, like, Korra comes up first. Interesting. So now I kind of want to, like, have you rewatch The uh, uh, Last Airbender uh, on Netflix just so you can, like, see if that still holds true or not. Yeah, I, I I do too, but I'm too busy watching animes that you suggest that have too much awkwardness in them. Okay. 
<laughs> so what, what's the name of the show again that, that you got me watching right now? Yo, we're, we're distracted from it's called Bungo <laughs> Stray Dogs. But we're distracted from the question. <laughs> first statement. First statement. Yo, T, what do you think uh, about like which show do you uh, prefer, and also what uh, Darcy's in? Uh, well, I totally disagree with Darcy, but I mean, he's entitled to his own opinion, even if it's right. wrong. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I have to say that it's it's the last airbender for sure, man. And being being the spiritual guy that I am, it had a personal resonance with me. Um, like once they started talking about chakras, like which was like <laughs> later on in the season, but like just everything leading up to that, I was sold, man. I was like, yo, this is a sick, I can't believe this is a kid's show. And then on top of that, Iroh, man, Iroh really made that show because he was, he was like the Bruce Lee of that show in the sense of his philosophy was so profound and he dropped so many good gems and these like really amazing quotes that really resonate with me. Like there's one, um, actually, hang on. Um, the one where he's talking about, uh, it's important to draw wisdom from many different places. That's one that really, really struck a chord with me. Bitter, and it's something bitter, that I've- Yeah, it was, it was bitter, uh, bitter work or something like that. Like that yeah, yeah. Zuko had to do lightning. Yeah. And that one really hit home for me. And it's been something that I've, that whole philosophy and that concept has really been something that I've now been trying to adapt into all aspects of my life in, in the sense of keeping a very open mind about things and learning many different things from different people and not being closed off to, um, you know, being explorative and, and curious about everything around me kind of thing, right? So. Yeah, that show really just, I mean, I will say that Legend of Korra had a lot more action and fighting and the villains were a lot, well, obviously there was more, there was more villains in Legend yeah. of Korra, so it made it a little bit more entertaining from that standpoint, but in terms of the overall lore and the philosophy and everything that it encompasses, last The Last Airbender, I think that the original one is far superior, in my opinion. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. That's fire. That's fire. <laughs> you know in, in, in all fairness i gotta say this i'm not saying objectively like to make an argument that one is better i'm just saying subjectively i feel like the one that when i think back mm -hmm. is like about the show uh and the in the whole universe there are just things in Legends of Korra that I really like. I actually really liked Korra, even though I was frustrated when she had that whole path where she like lost everything and like she went depressed. I like some of the subject matter, and I think that it's just because maybe it was trying to be a little bit more adult with some of its subject matter, and I just kind of liked some of the things that they did. But I'm not making an objective argument is what I'm getting at. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Subjectively, I just am more emotionally attached to the more recent show. But it's only because it expands on the existing universe and yeah. what is existing source material. If it if it didn't have all that underground, like that that foundational layer, and I saw a show and it just like if that if the first show didn't exist, I don't think I would have really liked the second show as much because I didn't know what what the, like. I didn't have that meat in that history. It's like watching, you know, uh, Naruto Shippuden without the original. And it's like, well, okay, great. This is cool, but like, it just didn't have the same meat. So yeah. also, you you remember it more. Yeah, like it doesn't have it just doesn't have all that backstory, nostalgia, and you know, earned 
emotional moments, right? Like they're yeah. banking on emotional things um, that I just feel like, you know, some of it comes from the original and some of it just comes from the subject matter they were trying to, trying yeah. to deal with, with older characters. Yeah. So. I had the luxury of watching them back to back. So it was sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah. I nice. caught on late, right? So I was able to watch one and then the other. And I, I had a little bit of like apprehension to the second one just because when Umar was like kind of easing me into it, he was like, yeah, by the way, Aang's dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, he's just, he's gone. Like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, I got so attached to him. I was hoping that it was gonna like continue on and he was gonna be this big badass and like own up to his like avatar state and everything. Nah, he's gone. So I was like, what? So yeah, and so I like, I was, I didn't like Korra as a character initially. Initially, I know Umar, you have, some disdain towards her, but I ended up liking her as the seasons progressed. I, I fucking love her, <laughs> but go yeah. on, Umar. You, you're, you're, you're welcome to your opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta say which one you like better first. Okay, so I will say that, like, hundred percent, my answer is the Lost Airbender. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna hit end call right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, but uh, for me, Cora had a lot of problems. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. It had like I watched every episode out from beginning to end. Uh, I enjoyed some. Like, I would say season three was my favorite season. Uh, and that was the one with the dude who uh like broke out of prison, who used to be like uh wasn't a bender, who then became an airbender, and then like uh he just like went bald and like just did a whole bunch of shit. For me, I uh I would say that the problem I had with Korra was it was. Well, it was threefold. One, this is kind of difficult uh, for the showrunners to be faulted completely, but they were clearly riding the high from the first series. It was a stupendous success. So obviously Nickelodeon was like, give us more. So they, they, as opposed to like spending the time they did to set up the first series, make it a beginning, middle and end, character arcs and all that sort of stuff, all that was like a cohesive story, cohesive character arcs. Everything was taken care of. Brilliant. The most you could say is like the big bad in the end, like Fire Lord Ozai was like a two-dimensional villain because like Azula and Zuko were significantly better villains and even Zhao. But Ozai was just kind of like, I'm going to be a big bad at the end. With Korra, it moved through things like every step of the way far too quickly and far too clumsily there was no emotional pathos that they they developed everything like within each season they had a they had their own villain which i what i like the fact that each of their villain kind of like what you were saying tactics each of the villain kind of represented a different political science like uh or political philosophy like first season was socialism second season uh was theocracy second season when uh, third season was anarchy and i think uh, Kovira was uh um utilitarianism so each of them had their own positives and negatives and eventually they went down the negative route but still since they were trying to keep each season its own story they were rushing through things because they only had like what 12 episodes per season versus ang uh in, in the last airbender each season each book i should say was 20 episodes and they had their beginning middle and end and also character arcs in there so 
it was rushed. And season two for, of Korra made absolutely no sense to me because, like, not only did they make a dark avatar who turned into like a Power Rangers villain for no apparent reason, but also they like wiped out all of the mem- like all the previous avatars in Korra to like make her start again. And this is going back to what you were saying, uh, tactics. I hate Korra. <laughs> I tried to like her so much, and f- when I first heard about her, I was like, "This is awesome." These they're like they're putting a female lead, but then, kind of like when like guys are in charge of female leads, they kind of undercut them unnecessarily. So, like Asami was a much better character and a fe- like an, like a female character with nuance than Korra was. Korra was annoying as fuck she made like literally everyone told her not to do things and she did them and then was like oh i shouldn't have done that and everyone's like oh it's okay i'm like no it's not okay you, you screwed up everything you opened up the gates of like the, the, you opened up the doors between realms for no fucking reason no, and- for a perfectly good reason because for story if she didn't do that we wouldn't have any conflict we we could have had don't even you're just doing that to mess with me right now. I'm just saying, no, I'm I, we had this argument already, man. I'm like, I I thought she made an executive decision. You know, it might not have been the best decision, but that's sometimes as a leader, that's what you do. You don't always make perfect decisions. Sometimes you fuck up, and you got to live with the consequences and the ramifications of your decisions. And that's what she did. But like, you know, why did you, you have to fuck up all the time, every season, like you literally know, constantly? Because she, she was learning. But you know, you know what, though? I'm, I'm going to show you how I feel right now after I told you how I felt, and then you just went and took a big dookie on what I felt. <laughs> so let, let, let me show you how I feel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like a pressure point for me. <laughs> and then I just lost it. No, Darcy, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I have no issues with, with Cora. I, I did in the beginning, but I liked her as it progressed. This guy just has complete hate. He's just a fucking hater, man. Like, so so you know how you know how Umar was like told you when you went into Korra, he's you're like, oh, by the way, Aang's dead. Just like no callous, n- 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 <laughs> right? So Umar's like, I'm gonna get him to suggest me shows to watch, right? And so he suggests me a new show, Bungo Stray Dogs, which I'm on third episode and I'm really liking it. But I gotta tell you, you know how how these animes tend to do this really weird thing of, hey, we're siblings, but for some reason one of them's really attractive to the other one yeah he does not warn me that right at the very very end of the gate of this show there's two characters they're like in a cafe doing what looks like um slobbing on the knob <laughs> and they're siblings no warning thank you thank you umar mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair i tried to forget about that aspect of the show you gotta <laughs> warn me when they're doing that weird stuff in them shows <laughs> wb warner brother yeah, at this point like it should be something that's like like doesn't need to be stated because like Anime is kind of weird in itself, man. I know. Sometimes like, they just do some things. You're like, yeah. how many times do you get a character? You're like, guy or girl? <laughs> like, how yeah. many times? Oh my God. And, and yeah. I was going to say, actually, my, some of my favorite characters in Korra was those, those two twins. <laughs> the guy, yeah. I like, I like those They twins. were so good, especially like the guy one, I think it was. It's just like, they're just so. Yeah. And the only thing that differentiates them is the whole like little. I saddled. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, 
That's so weird, man. Oh, man. It's like they're playing on the trope of, like, is it a guy or a girl? Yeah. You know, another one does a really good job with that is One Punch Man, where that the, the guy who's, like, the speedster, and he comes in, but he's, like, so flamboyantly dressed. And the, I think One Punch Man's like, what? <laughs> like, why are you dressed like this? Anyways, I digress. I digress. This anime. No, but, like... I'm, again, I, I want to say that I don't. I don't hate Legend of Korra. You just I, hate Korra. I I am frustrated with the writing of Korra. She could, that's like, no, you said you hate Korra, yo. That's what you said. <laughs> We're I recording hate, this shit. We can play it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let me clarify to everyone. I dislike how they wrote Korra because there was for me, and for I'm sure for many other people, she just kept doing dumb shit for no reason and they did it because they were trying to make plot points happen and that's why i'm like i think the writing is the problem because they were they were rushing through things each season with ang they took their time it was like a full story now i i I have heard that they they were supposed to have a fourth season um where I think they're going to, like, for the live-action uh, TV series, they actually may include this, but, like, they were going to do a redemptive arc for Azula with Zuko being the Iroh to Azula. And they also were going to show um, that Aang and Zuko weren't going to have a good time putting the world back together, that, in fact, it would have caused a lot more problems than they thought it would have. And also, I think there was supposed to be some... Um, some uh some like backstory of uh the previous avatars about how like how what they've done in the past actually had made things even worse so uh one's kind of so, hoping that uh, so basically everyone's just out here fucking up but yet you're only penalizing cora mm-hmm. no 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 no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. i'm penalizing the writing of cora because those guys because she fucked up just like everyone else did right yeah she Cor- fucked up all the time the writing all the time and, yeah, like, and they did that to make the story progress why would you do like make someone else fuck up make mako fuck up or what is fuck about mako man <laughs> so what if he fucks up he fucks up he's probably gonna die anyway no one's gonna bat an eye they're gonna be like whatever you know he was cool but it's all good we got other characters to care about that's what i'm saying other people should have fucked up they kept making her do it like she literally was the worst avatar, and they kept saying that throughout the series. I'm like, guys, why are you writing yourselves in this corner? Hey, you can't all be great. Yeah, it's the same writer. So I have a question for the audience: At what point, and you can circle back, did Umar go from zero to Rakugo <laughs> level <laughs> when he started talking about Legend of Korra? You're <laughs> just a bully, bro. I did not realize this was such a trigger for me. I like, I'm like, oh, I'll just like, I'll just be objective, and then he, like, he started talking, and the next thing you know, you're like, die. <laughs> <laughs> You got all close to the camera too, and everything, man. You're <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> my eyes went kind of wide-eyed and like insane at a certain point too. Oh my yeah. goodness, just just intense there. And of course, and all these people who are like now watching, you know, Avatar, gonna start hitting the old YouTube, trying to get other people's stuff. Oh, look, there's a new video talking about it. Let's go check. The- what the hell is this guy on? <laughs> Don't like. <laughs> 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 yeah, tell me is at what point of the video did you hit the do not like button? Was it when Umar went Bakugo level? <laughs> right, I, I will ask a serious question to the viewers. Do you disagree with me? 
And if so, why? Please disagree. Yeah, I strongly disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Please disagree and just say supporting Darcy. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. I don't even know where to go from there after yeah. that. Well, I think we've covered all the uh, topics for today. So I guess we can wrap things up unless you guys have other things that you guys want to get off your chest, Umar. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think I got too much off my chest. <laughs> True. Are you done? Do you have anything else to retort? I apologize for my extreme. Too late, strong. man. Too late to apologize. <laughs> too late for you, man. I'm sorry. All right, well, uh, if that's all there is, then I'll be boy tactics. (laughs) 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 Oh, we don't know what to say next. (laughs) I'm Darcy. (laughs) And I'm your boy, Big Geek Umar. Live long and prosper, y'all. We are the Geeky Bros. You can't say live long and prosper after going back ago. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> say live long and prosper, damn it. Yeah. Oh, live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs>